Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everybody, to the Creative Rise podcast. Joey and Christy here. We, it's love month. It is love month. You guys, Valentine's Day was just a couple days ago, depending on when you're listening to this, which is why I'm wearing one of the only pink shirts I own. Decided to go, <laughs> never, decided to go I've never this. seen Christy wear that before. <laughs> I actually just found this like in the garage a long time ago. So yeah, I haven't worn it in a while. But you guys, this is going to be a fun episode. We've got a fun theme for you. It's going to help you. clothes in the garage, by the way. <laughs> You said that like I was a very normal thing. Christy has bags of clothes that just like stay in the garage. I don't have so bags she's of clothes. like moved from like house to house to house. So there's just been stuff I would want to give away. So I put it in a bag and sometimes it just gets left in the garage. It always I don't want to be attacked on Valentine's Day podcast. In the garage. I don't want to get attacked Anyways, on Valentine's Day podcast. But we wanted to start off this podcast with a review. Again, if you have not left us a review and you are enjoying this podcast, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star written review. It really helps our show grow and it just makes us feel warm and fuzzy inside. So here- Thank you if you have reviewed. Yes. Thank you so much. And we want to specifically thank Lexi Jean Design Co. for leaving us a review and it says- Tactical and inspiring. Love the Creative Rise podcast. These two tackle the nitty gritty of creative entrepreneurship, everything from financial advice to how to book your dream clients. They're authentic and inspiring to entrepreneurs of all kinds. You'll walk away a better business owner with each episode. Thank you, Joey and Christy. So sweet. That was amazing. Thank you, Lexi, right? Thank you, Lexi. Lexi. That was so sweet. Thank you for reviewing again if you have. If you have not, it's super easy. Guys, it takes like literally... A minute, like so quick. All you got to do, go to Apple Podcasts online on your desktop or on, on the app and just click on the show. Go down, leave five-star rating and then write a written review. It helps the show grow like crazy because that's how the yes. algorithm works on podcasts. So yeah. thank you so much for doing that, Lexi. And we're so glad that you're enjoying the show. Yeah. And that was a lot of things. It helps with finances, with you know landing dream clients. Could help with dating too. Hey, hey. Today's, episode. <laughs> today's episode is a Valentine's Week themed episode. It's really about helping you in business, but there's going to be a lot of funny parallels to dating. So, uh, we and hope- if one of these tips helps you score getting a date with somebody non-business-wise, you, you let, let us know. know. You should probably leave a review and let us know. Let <laughs> yes, us know through leaving do. a review. But So the truth is that we stumbled upon this idea in a coaching session, a pod coaching session that we've often talked about on this podcast. I think we talked about it last week where we do you know intimate coaching sessions with people that are in the mastermind and in, the, uh, in our inner circle mastermind. And there's a lot of good topics that come up. That's where a lot of our topics for this podcast come out of, right? Because we'll have great conversations. We'll give tons of value to these people, help them solve their problems. And then we'll take a piece of that value and then try and give it away on the podcast. So that's what today is about. But this idea came up when somebody asked a question about pitching brands, companies and stuff. And they were saying it from the perspective of it's a little bit nerve wracking. It's a little bit scary. I don't know if I have it all figured out. Like, I don't know how they're going to respond to me. Mm. And we were like, well, isn't that just like dating? There's so many parallels between Mm -hmm. that. So we want to help you with that today because we want you guys you know, to be asking yourself the question, like what's possible for your pitching or your dating life if you were able to get really clear and really confident and approach it with confidence rather than coming into it with fear. Yes. I don't know if you ever walked into a date with fear, but it probably didn't go well. Or going to ask somebody out yeah, with fear. Like it's That's probably, probably go well. It's the most... same thing with pitching. And so we're going to walk you guys yeah. through a few things that are really going to help you, I think, just reframe how you want to, you know, position yourself when you go into these relationships with companies, with brands, with even with 
you know, in the wedding space, like kind of all over the board. Yeah. These things are going to really help. What we can learn from dating faux pas. So building relationships with brands, clients, brides, couples, whatever it is, it's exactly that. It's building relationships. And too often creatives are really nice, like fun, personable people. Like one of the girls we were talking to about this, she's so fun. She's so personable, but she was struggling with like kind of how to act when it came to brands and when it came to reaching out to them. And I think this happens to a lot of people. They're great. They're awesome people. But as soon as they turn into corporate mode, it's almost like they turn into like date Mike. You know what I'm saying? Michael Scott, when he's Michael Scott and he turns into date Mike, Joey won't understand this reference because he doesn't watch The Office. But I feel like most of our listeners know The Office and will understand what exactly that reference means and go, oh, shoot, maybe I am like date Mike. And I just turned into this awkward, super weird person. That's totally not myself. And so we want to help you not nervous pendulum swing your personality, but how do we really hone in and focus on some key aspects that will help you to start landing those business? Because if you can't look, because if you cannot learn to do this well, you won't get the deal. You'll probably be insecure approaching them. You'll more often than not get shot down. And ultimately, you probably will just stop pitching brands and stop pitching clients and stop trying to introduce yourself and put yourself in front of people because you don't have confidence around that. So pitching is pretty much like asking people out. It's exactly what it it is. It can be scary, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's not impossible as we know, right? Yes. It's not impossible to do any of this stuff. It just can be a little bit nerve wracking. But again, if we can give you guys a few things that are going to help you be a little bit more confident, you're going to be in a great spot. Yeah. We are basically going to be the hitch, the Will Smith hitches for you. So we are going to be relationship coaches. Joey didn't watch movies before me. Now we're slowly catching him up to the 21st century, but we want to coach you through this. So we have four, right? We have four points that we want to talk about that can really help you land some deals and get excited about it. So the first one is you want to make sure when you're going into a relationship with a brand that you are sparking mutual curiosity. And what I mean by that is if you are... I'm going to use dating as a reference this entire podcast. But when you're going to ideally ask somebody out on a date, you don't get to that point of thinking until you've been peaked, you know, about how curious you are about something about them. You're looking at them going, wow, they're piquing my curiosity. And I am going to aim to pique their curiosity to Mm -hmm. to make them give me their attention. So that I can even, you know, get to that first spot of going, okay, I think I need to ask them out on a date. So this is a huge error that people make when they they start working with brands or start trying to work with a certain brand is they don't try and pique their curiosity. They don't even give the brand any reason to give them their attention, right? Like if you can't get a brand's attention, why would they hire you to help them get attention for their customers, right? So you've got to learn how to pique a brand's curiosity and then you've got to give them something, you know, that you can go, hey, you guys have piqued my curiosity in the same way. If there's not mutual piques curiosity, there's not really any any foundation for a relationship to move forward on. Yeah. What do you what do you feel like people do wrong? What would be an example of someone that does something wrong and not peaking curiosity? Hey, my name is Joey. I'm a photographer locally and I would love to work with you. Ooh. It's like... Yeah. Bland. Okay. Vanilla. (laughs) Why should we care? Yeah. Like, do you even like our products? Like, you didn't even tell us that you're like a fan of our products. Like, that would have given us a little bit of curiosity. You know, like, it's the same thing as walking up to somebody, you know, at a... Call it a football game and you're like, oh, I think that person's like cute or cool and I want to go on a date with them and be like, hey, we should go on a date. 
they're gonna be like who, who are you yes why do you want to go on a date with me like mm-hmm. how do you know me do we have any mutual friends right these are yeah. all great things you need to think about with brands mm-hmm. do we have mutual friends yeah this is how i found your brand this yeah. is what I like about your brand. This is what I think we can do together, right? There's all these things that you've got to really dig your teeth in that help create mutual curiosity because without mutual curiosity, there's nothing. Yeah. If you're curious about, say a guy is curious about a girl, we'll end with this. And he goes up and says, hey, I really want to go on a date with you. If she has nothing to be curious about him about, like if she's like, I don't find anything about him that I'm interested in getting to learn more about, I'm not curious at all, she's not going to go on that date. The same thing with a brand. If you look so bland to a brand or you don't give them any reason to think that you're not bland, then they're just going to be like, well, that's a waste of our time. Yeah. We're not interested. We're not curious about you at all. That's so, so good. So number one is you've got to create mutual curiosity. Yep. That's and great. I think it's it's much easier than we think. We just mm-hmm. often pass that over. Yes. And then number two is flirt with them. Okay, flirt with them. So this is what we love to call the 10 cent rule. So this is giving your... This is pretty chronological. Like yeah. after you pique somebody's curiosity, mm-hmm. you'd probably flirt with them a little bit. Yeah, it right? always helps, right? It helps in, It helps the intrigue. So we love to tell people about the 10 cent rule, which is ba- basically giving your two cents five times a week to a brand. So what this means is that you are giving value, you are giving attention, you are giving even compliments, like well-rounded compliments to these brands and interacting with them online or in person or whatever way you can to basically connect with them so that they become aware of you before you ever ask them out. Because the hardest thing is when you cold pitch somebody and you're like, oh shoot, like this is coming out of left field. They don't know anything about who I am. The 10 cent rule can really help introduce you to brands before even asking for something. And it flirts with them. It gets them interested and it gets the relationship going. Yeah, It's almost like the once there's a tiny bit of curiosity on their part and you've poked yourself like into the side of their brain and you're, yeah. you're now there, the 10 cent rule is what is what helps keep you there, helps mm-hmm. keep you in their brain, helps keep you top of mind, helps keep you in conversation in their offices, right? Yeah. Oh, I was talking to that person online and they said this about our products, right? So yeah. it's just like, oh, what did you do today, Christy? Oh, well, I was chatting on the phone with this cute boy from Canada named Joey and you know we were talking about this stuff you know it's like yeah let's relate the whole thing to just how I feel about you (laughs) so but yeah it's it's once you've piqued their curiosity which is step one you've got to flirt with them you've got to give them reasons Mm -hmm. to stay engaged with you right that's all flirting is is yeah it's, it's finding ways to consistently be engaged in conversation and in relationship with that person which builds trust which builds, you know, it builds a little bit of, of redundancy in that relationship, yeah. right? Which and you, you need to build. You may even be surprised because if you flirt with a company enough, they may ask you out, right? Like totally. there's been times when I've done that where I've like tagged companies, I comment back on their stuff, I engage with them and they're a huge company and then they reach out to me because it's all these people sitting in a boardroom somewhere going, who do we know? Who engages with us? Who's like, who do we know in this company that would be great to work with? And your name may come up if they start recognizing and seeing your face over and over and over again, giving value to the brand. So you may even get asked out if you flirt well enough. Totally. The 10 cent rule is huge. It's I know awesome. that's happened for you. It's happened for me. Yeah. And it's happened for people that have that we've taught this to in the mastermind and in the inner circle, right? Totally. They just engage, 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 engage. And then they're always top of mind in that brand, mm-hmm. in that brand's head. And so when there needs to be something done, people, brands work with people they know, like, and trust. Yeah. That's and good. who they can think of. Mm-hmm. Brands not going to work with you if they can't think of you, right? Yes. So if you're always top of mind because you're engaging with them, right? You're giving your two cents five times a week, mm-hmm. then you're going to be 
you're going to be in a way better spot to be more likely coming up in conversation than if you never engage at all. So yeah, that's really flirt good. with them, create mutual curiosity, curiosity, and then flirt with them. And then number three, don't ask them to marry you on the first date. Yes. This uh, Which is, sounds very like common sense, but it's actually a massive everybody problem. Does wrong, everybody, does it, yeah. everybody does it wrong. Everybody does it wrong. We've done it wrong. We've seen other people do it wrong. Basically, it's when you go like if you, if you were going on a first date and they're like, great, do you now want to be committed to each other for a very long time and sign on the dotted line right here? What's be, my, size? be my boyfriend, be my girlfriend, whatever it is. You'd probably be like, I'm a little freaked out. I don't even know your last name. But that's what we do to brands all the time. That's what we do to clients all the time. We are cold approaching them or maybe you flirted with them and then you're like, great, let's lock in a two year contract where I shoot, shoot for four times a year for you. And they might be like, we don't even know if we like you. We don't even know if we like working with you. We haven't worked a month with you to let us know if we actually work well together. Yes. We don't know if you are somebody who stays consistent. We don't know if you are someone we can trust long term, right? Yes. So, so basically, make it easy for them to say yes. Offer them something that maybe is shorter term or a smaller project or just something that feels more manageable for them to say yes to so that it's not some giant commitment where they're just going to go, that's too much. Let's just pass on this person altogether. It doesn't mean you have to do free work for them. Or it doesn't mean you have to like look, scale down your like project for them. It's just how do you give them an opportunity for them to get to know you and see how wonderful it is working with you so that they will want to continue to work with you in the future. And really the backside of this is don't ask them to marry you on the first date. That doesn't mean that you need to wait a couple months to ask you right. know, for a larger retainer or something like that. It just means if that's your end goal is to get you know a larger retainer with this brand, then you need to make sure you plan more dates, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, plan more good. dates. It could be in the first week. You could have five dates in the first week. Plan a lot of things that are going to build trust with people yeah. soon and quickly. If that's what you're looking for as a long-term you know, solid relationship pretty quick, then you've just got to be really intentional in the first couple mm. days or weeks of, of dating that brand, right? Yeah, so that's, that's really, really, really important. And then this is the last one. Yeah. Number four is, oh, I'm just going to right from the top again. Mutual curiosity, obviously. Flirt with them. Number three we just went over was don't ask them to marry you on the first date. And then we're going to end with do not play hard to get. Have a plan. Yeah. Have a plan. This one's so, so important. This one's so big. I feel like for the real world of dating is sometimes people just go, okay, they like psych themselves up and they're like, great, will you go out with me? And they're like, yeah. And then they're so surprised that they said yes that they didn't have a plan. And so then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, I don't know. What do you want to do? And it's like immediate turnoff, like immediate turnoff. So don't be this way with a company. If you are approaching them, wanting to work with them, have an idea, have a plan, have authority to go like, yes, here's what I planned out because I've thought about this. I care about our relationship. I care about this company. And here I have this awesome plan for what we could do together. Or, hey, I'm also open to whatever ideas you have as well. I want yeah. this to be mutual. Yeah, here's a couple options, but yeah. if you've got anything, I would love to hear. Right? Yes. So great ideas for this are, and great examples, real life examples of this are, when you're first getting to know a brand, give them give them ideas that you are seemingly going to be already taking action on. Just like when you're dating, mm -hmm. it's like, hey, I'm going to be going to this place next week. Do you want to come with me? Right? Yeah. I would love for you to come with me. So I used to do this all the time. We were having this conversation the other day too about with some people in our in our inner circle. They were like, man, it just gets so discouraging when you're pitching, 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 and you feel like you're in a slow season, right? And I was like, 
They're like, oh, I don't know who else to pitch. I'm like, well, pitch ideas. Don't just try and pitch to like companies. Yeah. So come up with an idea and then find companies that need that solution. It's way easier to pitch when you do that. Definitely. This is exactly what we're talking about when it comes to having a plan. I used to go, okay, I'm going to book a trip to New Zealand and then I'm just going to go find a bunch of brands that I think would yeah. also really benefit from having content down there. And then I'm going to go let them know and I'm going to give mm-hmm. them the idea. And it's it's crazy what happens when you come to somebody with a like actionable idea rather than saying, hey, I would love to travel the world and have, you know, work with you guys. I'm like, no, I'm going to New Zealand. Here's my dates. Here's what I'm going to be doing. Here's how your product fits into that. Here's the idea I have for that. And mm-hmm. I would love to let you, I'd love to know if you want to jump in. And they'd yeah. be like, oh my gosh, yeah, we don't have to send somebody to New Zealand because you're already going. Awesome. Let's give you product. Let's hire you. Let's do this. I used to do that with going to Iceland all the time with New Zealand, Australia, Southeast Asia stuff, like different parts of Canada coming down to the US. I used to do that all the time. That's probably how I got most of my brand stuff was Mm -hmm. not just going, oh, I'm just going to find a company and try and engage with them and then eventually hope that you know, I get an idea or they engage with me and they give me an idea. It's just pitch an idea. Yeah. Don't just pitch yourself. Always pitch an idea. And so have a plan. Do not play hard to get. When you when you engage with somebody and you go, hey, I would love to work with you guys. And they're like, awesome. We would probably love to work with you. What are you thinking? And you're like, oh, I don't really know. You know, it's like that's that's making it hard to hard to do business together totally. because you're not you're not, you know, keeping that momentum going. So yeah. always have a plan. And yeah, that wraps up all the four points. I hope those are really helpful. I'm going to yeah. go over them one more time. Create mutual curiosity. If they do not have a reason to be curious about you, they're not going to want to go on a date with you or they're not going to want to work with you if they're a brand, right? Mm-hmm. Flirt with them. Once they have your curiosity and you have theirs, you got to make sure that you're consistently building that relationship, but little pieces of, of things at a time. Flirt with them to build trust, build redundancy in that relationship. Number three, do not ask them to marry you on the first date. Obviously, don't jump the gun. Make sure that you know it's something that uh, you can like look at on a on a decent timeline. That's going to make sense. Mm-hmm. It's not going to scare them off. It's not going to make them go, "Whoa, we don't trust you yet." You're asking for way too much, right? Yeah. Um, and then number four, don't play hard to get. Have a plan. Yeah. Pitch ideas to them. Give them, "Hey, we could do this. I'm so excited. This would help you guys in this way. It's going to help you so much when you're working with brands yeah. if you do those four things well." So if you have this like mindset shift of going like, oh man, this is so helpful, not just in my dating life, but in my business as well, this is actually giving me a lot of cool ideas and mindset shifts and that's awesome. But Joey and I have realized over doing this ourselves, helping other people do this is that there's a lot of variables that happen when you have great mindset shifts, but then you hit rubber meets the road and actually trying to work with brands that a lot of things come up where you're like, okay, shoot, like this thing happened. They said this. Oh, wait, they responded this way or oh, they're not responding this way. What do I do in this scenario? What type of idea should I pitch? What package? What should I price? There's so many variables that go into the creative industry and any job you've got in the creative industry. And so that's why we created the Creative Rise Mastermind. That's because we wanted to create a container where people could bring all of their variable questions, all of their problems they have in their business and come together in a community and ask questions to people that are in the same boat as you. And that's why we created the Creative Rise Mastermind. It's a six-week program, six-week container where we get excited about coaching. We get excited about a community of people. We have around like 20 to 30 people every time we roll, roll through this program. It's incredible. And we basically get to walk through things together and watch people succeed and help people succeed and help people through kind of the, the the peaks and the valleys of owning your own creative business. And people just come out on the other side, just crushing it, just yeah. absolutely crushing it. My, my favorite example of like how the mastermind, I think, really helps is, you know, 
you go through tons of content, you're with a community, you're jumping on community calls, you're jumping on two-on-one calls with us. But it's like those moments, those small moments where it was like three weeks ago, we had one of the, one of the graduates from our program uh, from he's graduate from the mastermind. He's in the inner circle. And he was like, Oh my gosh, I have almost a six figure brand deal potentially like lined up in front of me. And I'm in talks. This is the conversation. I just got this email back. And this is like by far the biggest thing. I mean, a six figure brand deal is insane. That's huge. And he was like, I'm so confused on where I go from here though. And I'm like, awesome. Let's hop on the phone. You know, we're awesome. Throw it into the the chat and everyone's going to give you feedback. And we chatted for like a long time, you know, about yeah. the, the perspective that he needs to have as he caters himself through this deal. But that's where the magic in in the Creative Rise Mastermind is, is. It's those little things where you know what you need to do. You've watched it in the modules. You've heard about it on the call, but you need it contextualized in that moment to you, right? You need somebody who's been there and who's done that to go, hey, this is what you need to do. I'm seeing your situation without an emotional lens on it because I'm not in it. I'm looking at it very logically. You don't want to go down that road. You want to do this. You want to stay away from mm-hmm. doing that. You want to make sure you're doing that, right? So yeah. if you're somebody who's going, I feel like I understand a lot of the stuff they talk about on the podcast. Or even if you're like, a lot of the stuff on they talk about on the podcast is new, but I know I can understand it and I'm learning yeah. it. But I want to take you know this year and make 2022 the best year for my business. Mm-hmm. But I just need that type of like connection where I need things personalized to me. That you got to you got to jump into the Creative Rise Mastermind. Yeah. It's so game changing for for so many businesses. There's been like 150 people have gone through it, and we're running. This is round seven, mm-hmm. round seven that we've run this thing. Like if it didn't work, we wouldn't have gotten past round one, right? So yeah. we're super excited about round seven. It's coming at the end of March. So um, people are getting fired up for it now. They're starting to prep for it. They're starting to get their investment ready for it. They're starting to um, figure out what problems they really want to isolate and you know and and bring to the group so that they can just explode through 2022. Yeah. And the, those people are all hanging out on the wait list. Like mm-hmm. they're waiting to get in. So if you want to jump on the wait list for the Creative Rise Mastermind, super easy. All you got to do is text the word wait list to 916 You'll see that in the link in the description link, um, the description of this podcast, or you can click the text us button in the link in our bio. Or if you want to make it even easier, just go to creativerise.com and you will not be able to miss it. Um, But guys, starting in March, it's going to be so good. The end of March, everybody in the waitlist is going to get access to apply first. It's application only because it, like Christy said, we only take like 20 to 30 people. So we really want to make sure that container for that room is special. It's got the right people in there. Not necessarily the people that are the most successful, the people that are ready to grow. Whether you're yeah. at the very beginning of your career, whether you're already seven years in and you're making multiple six figures, but you need a shift in your business, everyone is 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 in, in a great spot. It doesn't matter which one of those two people you are if you're ready for 2022 to be the year you want to explode your creative business and you don't want to do it alone. You want to do it with community. You want to be accountable to people. You want to hold people accountable and you want to have a freaking blast doing it the whole time. It so. is so much fun and so valuable. So again, get on that wait list. If you got any questions, please, please, please text us or DM us. We would love to hear from you and write a review. If you would, if you enjoyed this and you maybe asked somebody out on a date because of this, write us a review and tell us about it. I would love that. I hope this podcast episode uh, gets somebody married. I think it will. <laughs> I think it will. It'll play a role. And I really hope this podcast episode, I know it will, is going to help you marry your business to a brand. There you go. So anyways, guys, thanks for being here. We'll catch you next week. Thank you so much for joining us today. We were so happy to have you here. 
And do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle, and it should be simple. Peace.